I am unashamed. What about you? So we're very excited uh, about uh, what we're going to give you today on Unashamed. We uh, we hear from you guys all the time how much you love it when our wives come on. And of course, we understand why. One is they're beautiful and we're not. Uh, but also there's an edge that comes in. And, and mostly when Missy's on, it makes Jay so uncomfortable. And I'm just going to be honest with you, Unashamed Nation. Uh, they're my favorite episodes. To watch Jay squirm, it takes me back to my childhood. So uh, we've got what we're calling the best of the wives, and uh, we want you to check it out. You're going to love it. The more Jay squirms, the more you can laugh because you know I'm laughing as well. So check it out. Which the idea <laughs> no, yeah, I had, yeah. as uncomfortable as I feel when my lovely wife joins us. Really? <laughs> well, because it's they did the same thing with Cy. They They heard all these stories. And because he's on the Duck Call Room podcast, and somebody said, "Well, let's get Christine on here," which was a bold move. And size wife, yeah, size wife. And so basically, she became and and she didn't see our podcast, but the same thing happened. She became like the truth detector, our conduit, our <laughs> conduit of size. So, Silas Robertson. So what they did, and what happens here is, Sai tells a story. Well, then the drama builds, just like when I tell a story. The drama builds because then they pan over to Christine. And she, Roman gladiator style, either gives it the thumbs up or the thumbs down. And most of the times, it was the thumbs down. He'd tell a story and she would say what? Nope. 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 <laughs> and some of it was subtle. They said, you know, we were there over one night. You know, they were... They had this weird relationship with their friends. And so I said, you know, we was eating a pot of spaghetti. And and they kind of stopped, you know, had the uh, album playing. And, and they go over to Christine and she went, tacos. <laughs> we talked about this the last time I was here. We're doing the same thing, talking about this exact same thing again. You don't need me here to talk about that. Well, there's some bitterness that I'm trying to get out. Oh. I have to release. Let your words okay. be, it to let the your cross. words be few, Jace. Well, my whole point is, and size point, we've banded together through this, which is great, is that don't miss the meaning of the story just because memories have faded. Memories. Okay. And babe, look, I'm not I don't want to start an intervention here, but you're not remembering as well as you once did either. That is true. Mm. I, I did when I walked in a while ago and you said you just told the the read the trucks stolen, his truck stolen, all yeah. that drama that just happened. You told that on the last podcast. Well, when Reed was t- talking to me about it last night, because I needed some clarification on some things after you told me, I was kind of confused. So Reed cleared up a few things, and he said at the end, he said, I can't wait to see how Dad embellishes this story on the podcast. <laughs> that was <laughs> Reed. Um, so, Mom, that reminded me of the time that, that you almost died during a sur- one of your surgeries a few years back. That's right. And uh, yeah. and Jeff was still young because Jeff and Dad were at the hospital waiting on you. The, the worst two people yeah, that it could call. have ever been. Lisa at said one. never yeah. again after the incident. But when when you so I had to put you on a ventilator and right. And so Dad comes in the ICU room and the first thing he says is, "Miss K, you almost died." That was his, which was about as good as you're going to get. Well, he's wondering why would a woman, you know, code during the surgery? I mean, like, and then he said. I don't even have me and Jay. Uh, it was me and Jeff don't even have money for a coke. I mean, <laughs> have you got any dollars? And I'm like, 
can't talk. I'm on a ventilator. <laughs> she, she had a ventilator. And he, didn't he say, uh, I just want you to know that if anything had happened to you, I've decided I'm not going to remarry. Yeah. Which was, mom just if ro- I, rolled her eyes. Yeah. If, I'd have had, if I could have undid those things I was tied to, I would have threw something at him. So we had a little pad there for mom so she could communicate because she was awake and aware, but she can't talk. And then I handed her the thing. She she pointed and I handed it to her and she said, it's all about him. (laughs) 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 You remember saying that? Yeah. (laughs) He wrote that on that fast. I showed it to dad and he just kind of rolled his eyes. We've we've chronicled many times that dad has, is not the most compassionate person. Although he's mellowing and, and very much, he's so. much mm-hmm. much better now. I think. Yeah, and and even the way he handled the the Bobo incident. Yeah, because it would be you know immediately my fault. Why would you stick your head in a sleeping dog's face? Yeah, you know he would have said that. And he didn't say that. No, he told me that. Well, <laughs> well, of course he told it to someone. <laughs> he, he said that later. But y'all have that syndrome. Yeah. It's almost a I'm phobia. so glad you brought it out. Okay. <laughs> well, now this reminds me a lot of my childhood growing up because mom and Jace, you know, didn't always see eye to eye. Is that a, is that a, how would you assess? It's according to uh, who you talk to, me or Jace. <laughs> How uh, that she, childhood was. She had this situation where she wanted to be a good mom. It was coming from a good place. But she wanted to have a conversation every day as soon as I awakened. The problem is I'm not a morning person unless I got a shotgun in my hand. I'm duck hunting. But just to get up. and so she You're, would, you're not a morning person. You wouldn't person even get then. up. You sat there and stared I, out the window for 20 minutes. You have your syndrome. I have mine. <laughs> I, there's a 10 to 20 minute thing that I go through yeah. where I just sit on the side of the bed. I still do it to this day. And I'm mm-hmm. literally staring into nowhere. Are you meditating? Are you contemplating? You know, if I really told you, it would scare you what I'm thinking about. <laughs> yep. I'm thinking about what day is it? Where am I at? It's like when I go to sleep and then I wake up, I have to then like. It's Realize like you're alive yeah. and you're on planet Earth. I'm alive. What day of the week is this? Where? What did I do? So, and I didn't. You know, most people do that when they got hammered the night before. I didn't get hammered the night before. <laughs> But I just don't, I have to figure out, okay, yeah, I'm here. Let's do it. Yeah. But she would start asking me questions. You know, some, what are you I, do? some I needed to ask you. When you're coming home, did you have practice yeah. or something like that? And you just stood there and yeah. sat there and stared out the window. <laughs> I know. And you. Th- so you thought he was ignoring you all this time. Well, I was ignoring her because I didn't, I couldn't. Do two things at once. You know, she was right. asking me the question, and then she would get mad, and then we would, next thing you know, we're arguing. We did that for, what, three or four years? Uh, I think it started when you were two. Oh. <laughs> so I guess we did it for about 16 years. <laughs> so, More, yep. So what you told me, Mom, was that Jace told you later, when we had this discussion at some point, that you, you didn't get him, and you didn't get his humor. That was part of the, he was joking about a lot of stuff that you yeah, took, that's true. took that's true. too seriously that you just weren't getting him. Yeah, I should have took a course on how to understand Jace, his humor or whatever he was doing, but we did fuss a lot. Well, look, this may be a shock to you. I have the same problem with my lovely wife. So we made a deal, and this is a deal, and everything just were, you know, rainbows and roses when this happened. 
We do not have any conversation about anything that matters or even could matter before noon. <laughs> so when she gets up. I hope I don't die before noon. <laughs> you couldn't know it. Well, I, I have not been that privy. I never did. I, I've been with, with Miss Kay here for about 50-something years and with y'all about that same amount. But this is oh. sort of new information for me. I didn't know this was going on behind yeah. the scenes because I'd get up about back in the day, you know, about five or six o'clock. I, you know, when it got daylight, I was out there either trying to catch fish or build duck calls, one or the other. So yeah. I didn't know the behind the scenes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was every morning I would wake up and I looked at it as an interrogation every morning. Uh-huh. It was just wherever you are. Wh- I should have been an FBI agent. Bubba. Um, Bubba. Remember Big Bubba? Yeah, yeah, I do. And so he stopped me, and I was talking to him. And I had already met Alan when I was in the sixth grade um, and fell in love with him, I think, then. But whenever I saw him and I was in the 10th grade, um, I, you know, I fell in love all over again. But um, so I, I see Bubba, and he pulls me over, and we um, – we start talking, and then a head comes in my window, and it was Alan. And he said, wow. <laughs> so what I think is, wow means you filled out. Yeah. It's you exactly know. what it means. It's redneck for you filled out. It's, oh, wow. Yeah, it's redneck yeah. language. Because he hadn't seen me since I was in the sixth grade. She was a little scrawny thing. When she used to traipse around after me in middle school, and all of a sudden I was like, whoa, you know, there's been some growth here. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, so he said, well, hey, when are we going out? And I said, well, whenever you ask. So he said, okay, let's go out tomorrow. I was okay. He said, well, you want to meet me here? Mm. <laughs> that was the first time. <laughs> At the drive-thru? At the, the drive-thru. <laughs> that was the first so, sign of trouble. My mother Most was not at the drive through, you know. <laughs> yeah. We, we didn't. <laughs> I, I, no, y'all I met at the drive in probably. I haven't yeah. been to a drive through in so long. I don't, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's where I've met my wife. <laughs> really, you are the reason that JC even got into treasure hunt because if you hadn't a if you had no one, am I am I supposed to take this responsibility? Oh, I'm not ready for this. Babe, you made a which I told you about posting things on social media. <laughs> wait, wait, what are, what are y'all attributing this to? That was, this no, all I, got started over that one post. I was down in the yard, and I you didn't say, "Hey, babe, I'm fixed to take a picture of you in a vulnerable position." Oh, the one where really you're digging wasn't. in the front yard the, at the plantation. That one. Yeah. Well, that was my my point was that you wanted to to do to redo the plantation and y'all bought it yeah. into a bed and breakfast. Right. But if you hadn't had that desire, you wouldn't have opened up the opportunity for him to ever get into treasure because that's really what started, right? You thought I'm gonna be well, out here, she posted, and I don't want to be doing bed and breakfast, so I, I need something to do. Well, that's, I got out there and she was like, "There's an old house out here in, in Logtown where no one lives anymore." <laughs> that's true. <laughs> no one's there. It's not a town anymore. No, it's it literally surrounded by. Yeah. Fields yeah. 200 years ago, and this this old place is out there. Missy's like, because she likes to take 
old, rough-looking things and refine it, right. which is why she married me. <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> I could smell that one. You still Jesus. got some work to do there, Missy. I guess this is a lifelong she's, project. She's just in denial about her gold digger tendencies. <laughs> oh, <my> gosh. <laughs> so, and, and now she's got you digging yeah. for gold. Yeah, he, You're he's, actually he's the gold digger, really. <laughs> she's yeah. out there, and I'm out there. With a with a hole dug, and I'm looking. Well, she was driving by on her way out, and she took a picture of me and put on social media. He's always hunting something. Well, that's true. It was true. It was genius. <laughs> <laughs> and that one picture launched where now this has become real. There are cameras back in the yard. Yep. Here, let's go find something. Mm -hmm. But every time camera crews show up, they can't help it because they look over there and they're like, "Oh, that's your wife." <laughs> Like, like you didn't know it. Right. I mean, but they just can't help it. They got to <laughs> dig into why, how did this happen? Yeah. It's a miracle. <laughs> She's a gold digger or whatever. And then they want to interview her and say, well, how did Jace get started in there this? They, they can't help it. Welcome back to Unashamed. Uh, Tis the season, as they say. It's Christmas time, which is always a favorite. Uh, I do love giving people ideas about things they can get. Uh, and you, if you go to philmerch.com, use the promo code Phil20. Got a lot of unashamed gear uh, that's there. Make great gifts. There's some uncanceled stuff there. Love Always Protects is a great T-shirt. So if you're looking at a Christmas idea, check out philmerch.com. Use the promo code Phil20 uh, to save you some money and get a great gift. It was 2 o'clock in the morning. And I heard a little whine, and I said, what is that? And it sounded like an animal with a whine. So I got up, I remember, don't walked you know? out yeah. there, and I said, well, it's outside. So I walked outside in the yard. I went to a, underneath the house. There was just a block there, you know, <clears> open <throat> spot, you know, about three feet. <clears throat> and, and I finally got to there and had a flashlight, and I shined my light up in there. And there's Jace. He was about two or three years old. He was about two. Two, three. He's right along this time. There's Jace sitting there whining. I'm like, <laughs> Jace, what are you doing? <laughs> and if I'm not mistaken, the dog was under there with him, Duchess. Yep. We had Duchess yep. back yep. then. And she was looking out for yeah, him. Yeah, she was. Because that's what kind of dog she was. But he had gotten out of the house somehow and gotten up underneath him. So he walked in his sleep or something. Yeah. Which he had, there was a little bit of sleepwalking back in the day, I guess. Huh? Yeah. Any kind of trouble he could cause, he would. <laughs> I mean, I know he was little and probably asleep, but. So, so mom, a couple of things. So, because uh, I still get people asking me about how you're doing. Obviously, dad mentioned that you haven't had anything done to your lips, but they look amazing. So you've totally healed from your Bobo incident early, earlier this year. That's right. And it was a shock because actually when I went in that night and I looked so bad and you can verify that, right, Phil? I mean, it was like, I looked like a monster. But the surgeon who came in at the St. Francis emergency room said, Miss Kay, you're going to be shocked how well these lips will heal. And I, I thought, he's just trying to make me feel good. <laughs> I mean, you know, I but I, I was in such shock. You know, I never even cried with all that. I wasn't. I didn't no cry. cry. And it was like I was really in some kind of shock. And but I it's thought, not every night that you, you someone shakes you at eleven thirty, about eleven thirty, twelve o'clock at night, 
and I looked up and she's standing there and she said, you, you might have to take me to the doctor. And I'm looking. I said her, the hospital. Yeah, the hospital. I'm looking at her lips and they're just chewed up by yeah. a dog. I mean, well, I couldn't know, take the I mean, splits away. that were like the a half somewhere. inch. And yeah. it's lips are parted and chunks gone. And so I'm looking at her now, you know, and uh, I said, I figured Botox would do it, but <laughs> she broke out your old Maybelline and there pulled it go. off. Pulled it off. Uh -huh. Natural beauty, Mom. I don't know. That was miraculous healing, I think. I really do. It was great. I well, couldn't one, believe it. One thing about you, Mom, is you're resilient. Yeah. Yeah. You How a, many accidents have I really yeah. had? <laughs> when you got back from your last trip, I was like, okay, did you get hurt? I mean, my first question is, where did you get hurt? I got hurt the day before I left, the day of the trip. I fell down and bruised my left knee really bad. And I didn't even tell Phil <laughs> because I thought maybe it'll be healed by the time I get home. Yeah. So That's I was all right till I got on my all fours to get out of that bathtub, up the little bitty bathtub. And then I realized that one of my all fours wouldn't work. I couldn't put it down. So you're on all threes. All three kneecaps. Tripod. That's pretty yeah. bad when you're trying like to get a dog that's got a hurt leg. Right. You're trying to get around on all threes. That's not good, man. Well, I just never got out of the bathtub. It's embarrassing. Well, the old adage, let a sleeping dog lie. That's right. But she learned a valuable lesson there. She, you know? she just leaned over mm -hmm. Bobo to say, we're going to see you in the morning. So, so that's my question. Do you ever kiss them anymore? Good night. Or did that? that <laughs> when they're fully awake. <laughs> so you're still kissing. You're still I still kiss him good night. But I mean, I say, Bobo, Bobo. <laughs> And he looks up at me. And then I say, well. Wake him up you before wake you him say up, goodbye. So. You know what? That reminds me. Remember when Granny was at our house one time? And uh, we had the big, huge bathtub. I think this is when we lived on um, on Wellspring by John and Paula. And, uh, and so we put some bubbles in there because she wanted to do a bubble bath. But then she could not get uh, out of the bathtub because yeah. it was too slick. Yeah. So we had to drain the water and then put towels on the bottom so that she could actually get out of. You remember when she did that when she stayed with us uh, a couple of days? If I did, it's so traumatic now. I, I yeah. blocked it out of my mind. You don't want to see your grandmother in a bathtub trying yeah. to help her get well, out. Well, that's true. So well, whatever your memory of that is, I, I'm blocked out if I was helping. Well, her. I can totally relate to every bit of that. <laughs> yeah. Every bit of it. Well, it might have been you. Was it you or was it? It granny. was probably me. <laughs> well, Granny stayed with us for a couple of nights. I was thinking it was Granny because oh, Alan, I bet you Alan would me. not come in the bathroom. I'm like, well, I don't not, know how to get her out of the bathroom. I mean, she was a pretty large woman. <laughs> I probably shouldn't say this, but the most positive thing was I ate my first sardines of the year because I ate them during the duck season. Because if you, you know, if you eat them outside of a duck blind, they'll make you gag like a lot of things. But they're good for you. Are they? They really are. They don't make well, you gag in the Thank you, old mother of health. Here's <laughs> <laughs> Kay's telling us healthy things to eat. Yeah, that's yeah. Right. Did you read that in a book? <laughs> here's what it's happened. It's a Reader's Digest. They're not wrong. But here's what happened to me. When that when that first sardine hit the bottom, it 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 triggered a reaction that led to a EBM. <laughs> so... <laughs> I don't emergency. emergency. I, I, I got BM. I was trying to get the E. I was <laughs> e, like, is exacerbating, well, there's no uh, excruciating. So I went organic, <laughs> but there's something kind of cool about just, you know, 
Poop, being out in the woods. Pooping in the woods. Yeah. What, what, in the woods. What, what, are we, what is this? <laughs> welcome. <laughs> welcome. You about my morning. Come on, man. <laughs> I drove a long way for this. Miss <laughs> Kay, on your part, I will tell you this. From just watching the action, what action I saw raising these boys, I cannot think, and these boys here may back me up or they may say no, I can't think of sons having a better mother than that woman sitting right there. I, I mean, agree. Al, I don't know how you could have. I don't know how you could have had a better mother. You see what I'm saying? I agree. That's why we're still close, even now. You yeah. know, even mm-hmm. after all these years. You mm-hmm. remember when I did that lesson in front of the church that time, and I had uh, the my, most my, courageous. My, yeah, that I had one. heroes in the faith, and yeah. the, you know, mom was one of them. Yeah, because most told, people talked about me first. Yeah, most oh, people so think sad. you know because dad has been you know all over the world and sharing Jesus, and but I go back to that. In that upbringing, if mom hadn't hadn't extended grace toward Phil, I mean, not only were you both embracing the grace that God gives us, but you extended grace. Well, we would, who knows what what would have happened? Uh, Your daddy would have been dead at a young age, <laughs> yeah, or in prison. Oh yeah, but true. you know, Jason, that lesson uh, since you brought it up, it, you had. I remember you may have had more, but I know three because you talked about yeah. Missy and you talked about mom, but you also talked about Lisa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that was after Lisa and I had our whole world had fallen apart. Obviously, her relationship and to a certain extent, even mine with the rest of the family was, you know, in a bad place. And so that was after all that had happened. So by Jace, including Lisa in that, and he talked about it, about grace. I mean, that was a life changer for her. I mean, you know, we were in tears, you know, the whole time Jace was doing the lessons. I have been shocked, Al. How many, Miss Kay will know, so how many total are there? We started with four sons, then they <laughs> oh, married, and then they have, how many does this bunch, cons- what's so the number? You that- have no idea what the number oh, the, is. The last few, he's Do like, y'all? who does this one? <laughs> do y'all? Because I'm seeing people come in and marry the great grandkids. I'm, I'm like, who, who? I mean, I could sit here and do the math. I could go through the Well, so the how numbers, many? 40 to 50? 40 to 50, Miss Kate? Oh, you don't know either? No. Here's what's a shocker. I never for, was good at math. Here's what's a shocker for me, Al. It's a big group. We don't know how many. <laughs> this, this, yeah, I've talked about you on the podcast. I try to be. Keep we did everything. a whole podcast about some argument y'all had, and then Jace made a list. I don't, I don't even that. remember. Wait a minute. I, I think I'm the one that should be nervous to be on here. I'm, I mean, you seem like you've got it all together. He made a whole list of rebuttals. I can't remember the. So oh, we do a lot of podcasts. Let's move on. Okay. I, I don't so know. Somebody needs to tell me what episode that is. We would have to arc. Jace tells so job, many Al. stories. Way to back your brother's play. <laughs> no, I, I do remember I fixed the dishwasher. I remember that. Yeah, that story. was a story. Okay, hold on. So, so With what the does the word fixed mean? Yeah, I want to hear that one. That's I a good put one. two cinder blocks under, it was a balance issue. Let's and, don't go over this. It's really not that exciting. Okay. It's really not. And it's still there, it's, though. That's, I still have a cinder block under that, my well, fixed So I, asked, I I did an update on this story a while back. I said, are the cinder blocks still under the dishwasher? And, and he said yes. And so that shocked me because I thought that's very unmissy light to just leave the cinder blocks there. But you, oh, I left the house. I moved to Austin. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I have a guy, Missy, that can fix that for you. <laughs> no, I've seen y'all's guys. I've, so I'm I've not so sure it. it'll I, be any it's better. It's fixed. And the cinder blocks are a reminder that I have a certain set of MacGyver skills <laughs> 
It's not my specialty. I wouldn't call him MacGyver. It's kind of a redneck MacGyver there. About, he can take a toothpick and a stick of you know bubble gum and fix a build a nuclear bomb oil gasket. <laughs> That's more like a Jimmy Red fix, I think. What you did to that? I'm I'm proud. So the other day, Will, we were talking on the podcast about he caused the. He said I had the the eunuch pull up the woman who knows everything. Oh, on Alexa. the computer, so uh, we, Alexa or Siri. I got to think about it later. It could have been Siri. Been I, Siri I don't know. Yeah. But anyway, he didn't know her name. He calls the, her Geraldine or something. Now he <laughs> forgot the name. And he just makes one. He could never access it because he wouldn't know her name. He'd just come up with some nickname, you know, yeah. Brandy Woman or whatever. All right. So look, I got to ask you guys about this. This was one of the things I was excited about having both of y'all on the podcast. So obviously, football is a big deal with us. We've talked about it quite a bit on the podcast. And we're sort of at that place, you know, with LSU, which we'll talk more about that in a minute. But I want to know about, Mom, this was your first year in fantasy football, right? You had your own team. And the first thing I want to say is the man sitting next to me, my son, I beat him. Well, there's three of us here. Which which one is that? Which son would that be? (laughs) Well, the one to my left, Willie (laughs) Boss Hog. Just use the name. Thank you. Yeah, you did beat me in the regular season. Um, and you, you were crushed. Say it like it is. <laughs> well. And it takes me a second. Well, they now. say I'll used to they be say Jason. Jason and Jess. And yeah. Jace now. You're Jace. Well, that was your husband did that. Yeah. Yeah. And mine too. Sure. At, but one year, it was, more kids were named Jace. Than any other boy named in one year during Dynasty. Did you I know like, that, you, you, you led the league. I and, mean, I'm wondering where you got that information. I from. read it. <laughs> she read it in the Inquirer. I'm sure. No, Was that the re- local paper? <laughs> I only read. Did your neighbor, did Gordon tell you that? Is that, is that what you No, really. I heard that. I read By the way, that. I think it's also interesting. <laughs> Kay did something impressive. She named, well, she. She uh, technically that, named most of the quarterbacks. But you named all the quarterbacks. I named them all. It didn't have to be because I couldn't pronounce them right. That didn't count. Okay, if you mispronounce a third of the names, <laughs> did you really name them? Yeah, I did. <laughs> okay. She so remembered a, little, a loose association. She of said, ask me all the quarterbacks, starting this quarterbacks. Was and I did. And, and then, you did. And then you tried to trip me and say, and what college did they play at? Well, I was just saying, if you really knew, which you got zero of them right. <laughs> but Kay, you're a Saints fan, right? Truly. So what's your what's your thinking on the Saints this year? Well, I love them. <laughs> oh, good grief! <laughs> well, I mean, I mean uh, I'm telling. Besides you. your love, what are you thinking about their chances? Yeah, uh, their position right now, where they're at. Uh, position to strike in the playoffs. Uh, I want them to win the Super Bowl, okay? Okay. I don't know why Atlanta <laughs> beat them. I mean, there's just things you just don't know. And, I mean, they started out okay, so you realize that, yesterday. That was right, about that two months over. ago. Yeah, so that now nothing. they're in the playoffs. <laughs> they actually beat them the second time they played. Kay's thought on the Saints this year, she loves them, and she wants them to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> I think that's about all you need to know. That's what reminds me of y'all, because yeah. just two fun ladies that like to go and have fun, right? That's, That's exactly right. That's us. We're not dull. <laughs> and one lady told me I was so funny I should have my own show. I know. You are funny, Mom. And here you are. And here you and are. Here you You're are. on our show. Oh, I know. <laughs> You're in Dad's spot. Well, I'll okay. tell you one thing. I told Phil that I said, well, I might be overweight a little and, you know, getting older, 
And but I, I make him laugh. Yeah, and missing some of my lip, but I make him laugh. <laughs> I make him laugh every day of his life. He's not bored. Yeah, yeah you, I'll agree with that. <laughs> Jace, at least she she's unique now with her lip. Yeah. Well, what's funny is Kay brought that up, but I, it, you look perfectly normal. So I don't. I think do. so too. I mean, I really, so can't even tell. We're not going to know. Nobody, no. if you didn't no, know, no, they, no they one would, would never know. Never, yeah. never know. I tell you, when I have an accident, I do it good so it can just come back perfect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, every time I see you, you have a new bandage on or a new bruise. Yeah. So. Well, speaking of that, my child, which child did I have that I had to take to the hospital the most times? He's right over there. Yes, that's what I'm saying. He was so accident prone. A couple of things happened to me when I was young. I, I cut this eye open, yeah. and then a, a deer mount fell on my head. I do remember that. Busted. I only remember the traumatic things around three or four years old. But Jace was like, it seemed like every year it was a broken arm. It was a broken whatever. He got shot in the side of the head. Out of the- well, I told you not to put your head over that burning trash in the barrel. <laughs> You were looking for Playing something. Playing the role of Phil it, will be case. It actually yeah. shot me from about 40 yards away. So We were on the basketball court. Yeah, we were. And the trash barrel was right on the other side of the basketball court. Uh, and that thing went pow. And yeah. Jace just dropped like a sack of potatoes. Yeah, I, <laughs> we all started looking around. What What just what happened? happened? Yeah, it was just. And there was a, a little freak. trickle of blood coming out of his temple. A freak accident. Yeah. yeah. I remember feeling kind of. Uzi. Well, do you remember the time I told you not to get that close? We were at the gym watching the basketball games. No, that you got that story all wrong. It's, uh, there was a bully there, and we had tried to whoop the bully. So we got all the guys who had any kind of courage. and Because this guy was like 18 in the fifth grade. Not really, but yeah. it was he was he so much bigger. He kept, he kept repeating, yeah. and he just he was a bully. And so we went out there one day and tried to whoop him, and that didn't work. He whipped every one of us standing in one spot. Just bam, we walk over, bam, bam. So then, just the next few days, he he was just kind of acting like a sniper and picking us off one by one. And I was sitting on the top step of the bleacher, and he just come up there and pushed me off. He just that that's I how thought, that happened. Now, see, I didn't know that. I thought you just were showing how brave you were to get that. Close to the edge. Well, I was close to the edge, but he came up and and pushed me off. Yeah. Yeah. So So. another trip to the hospital, right? (laughs) I know it was three in a. I know it was three in a row. So what was number three? Most parents would say, "Just say no to bullying." (laughs) They wouldn't say, "How come you were so close to the edge?" (laughs) Well, well, did I see him bullying? I didn't know that. You didn't tell me. Well, I think I told that story, but y'all didn't believe it. But it actually was true. Do you want to follow somebody around and watch them beep, beep, beep? I mean, how how interesting is that? So I was like, I, I mean, a show about that? I don't know about that. But I mean, they I don't do. Know they I, just, I get it. But they babe, followed look, around me for four here's days, the reason. literally. Look, here's the reason. They're not following around you because of your beeping machine. They're following around you because you're in, enigmatic on TV. Oh, just like you are word. here. It's the same thing. So like for the, for, for the podcast. What did you just <laughs> call me? Enigmatic. I, mean, you can, I know what it means. Let's let Jason go oh to gosh. Google. Okay. You sugar it. I mean, if you want to call me a name, wait till we get home. <laughs> <laughs> Depending on the definition. 
Look it up, babe. What's it say? I would agree. He's difficult to interpret or understand. Mysterious. There you go. They want to try to figure you out. They still do not have you figured out. He took the money with an enigmatic (laughs) smile. There you go. Hey, you're so mysterious. Not sure to, that was a they've been compliment. trying to figure out Jason's dynasty. They want to figure right. it out. You remember that? Babe? I've noticed two yeah. things that develop <laughs> you remember that, babe? out of age between the husband and the wife. I've noticed two things in my particular case. Going into the 70s, I've become quieter. Miss K has become louder. <laughs> Those well, are, I finally got to talk after all these years. I don't know the meaning of behind it, but I'm much quieter. I think you found your roar, okay? <laughs> I did. Tell us about your mindset, because I really think there's a, a good parallel between Sarah's mindset, because you remind Dad was right. You remind us a lot of the description, like in First Peter 3 and other, of the kind of woman she was, that quiet, gentle spirit, the mm-hmm. one that you know loves her, her husband. So what was your mindset when that was going on? I mean, it had to be hard. We were kids, so we didn't really know what was happening. At well, the it was very command hard. Level. But what I'd seen before, what I thought when I thought he'd be a coach and a teacher and that, right, he didn't. And he put us there to a worse place, you know, up in mm-hmm. Junction City. Right. And, you know, then we moved to Farmville, basically him running from the law, like Jesse James or something. And, you know, then from there to come here, because I had a job here. Right. And then when he said all that, you know, I was like, really, I was scared. But I knew that when he became a Christian, then he's got to do right. And I knew he would because God would be in him. So she I had just about had a two-year time frame. Because yeah. I was at OCS at yep. the time. That's right. You still taught so, it. Yeah. So I got right. on my feet. Right. And the see, fact that you were a coach and a teacher is almost hard to get my mind. Can you imagine <laughs> yeah. kids coming in and there's like, here's your teacher. <laughs> he was my home teacher. <laughs> yeah. But 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 it was a couple of years there of yeah. that teaching at Washington. I said, was I'll teach at a Christian school. I said, because they're they're good. I told her one time. This is leading up to the speech I gave her about finding a place on the river, and here's yeah. what I want to do. But leading up to that, around Christian kids, I told her one time, I said, I'll tell you this. I had taught in the public school at Junction City back in my wild days. Yep. I looked at those children. When I started teaching at that Christian school, I said, I'll give them this. I said, this, this Jesus thing. That's when I was getting on my feet. I said, I know one thing, it produces very good children. I said, these are the best kids I've ever been around. I said, they're they're kind, they're not belligerent, they're they're, they're really good kids. But anyway, what came out of that is the day I reached in my pocket in the exact, well, I remember it. I showed her that duck call. I said, did you see this duck call right here? And she said, yeah. I said, here's what I want to do. You find me a place on the river. Now, she's standing there, she's looking at me. I said, find me a place on the river. I'm getting out of the school teaching business. We're in an apartment, by the way, in town. Yeah. So I said this thing. A little apartment. A little apartment. I said, school teaching, it tops out at about 40 grand a year if you're lucky. Not I, there, but. Yeah, I said, so. <laughs> yeah, you didn't yeah, get not there. there. I was getting 150 Public. a week at the time. I said, let's see, 150 Ooh, a large. week. 150 a week, so that's 600 a month. 
I said, I have these children. I said, you know, I mean, my own kids. I said, find me a place on the river. And I said, here's the way it'll work. I'll fish the river and we'll sell the fish. We will survive. It will be survival mode. And we will break every child labor law. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We'll break child labor law, the whole work. And don't call OSHA. I said, somehow I'll get this duck call. You see this duck call? I said, this thing sounds just like a duck. I said, I will get this on the market. And I said, you will have that long green. Here's where I put it. That long green in your pocket. I said, if you'll do this. I said, but I'm going to need a place on the river. If we want to leave, we can leave in the dead of night and go all the way to the Gulf of Mexico. No lake. I said, it's got to be a yeah. river that flows. What's crazy is when you got to this point, we're right outside. Yeah, this, right we're here on the, the hill. We're right here. Command center. I we're said, right find here. me a place He's where like, if we want to leave we'll in the middle it. of the night, we can. And I said, the duck calling, when it gets going, I said, Miss Kay, I'm telling you, this will work. She said, she paused for about a three count. One, two, three. And she's looking at me. And she was thinking, and she's, her exact words were, let's do it. I said. And I said, I hope we won't starve to death. You forgot that. She found, <laughs> yeah. She said, I hope we won't starve to death. I said, well, hard times will be there. I said, but look, we'll weather the thing. The Lord's with us. So anyway, she found this place where we're seated yep. right now. And now it's been 40 years ago. You eat a lot of fish. Now, we pulled it off with God's help, but it didn't take. But somebody but, said, well, how long did it take to go from poor to quit selling fish and get, to get rich? I said, about 40 years. 40 years. It was a 40-year plan. But he didn't tell something else. Tell it. We had money. We had to get money to start the business. Who provided that? Not Sister Robertson. My, my <laughs> boss, where I worked, went hunting with him and saw him fixing everybody's duck calls. And he knew. He saw me calling in ducks. Yeah. Yeah. He did. He wasn't fixing just calling. The duck call. He was commanding. But if ducks. I hadn't worked for him, True, okay. I just want to say I had something so to did do with it. So did you. Yeah, you, just, you did it, Mom. So because you were the ones kind of, you were putting everything together. Dad had the big vision. So did you put the deal together? Because She Grand, put it together. Granny and Paul came down. And my understanding was they put up the down payment for the loan, yeah. right? And then you, you, y'all would pay the note because they were retiring. So did you put that together? How did that come about? I've always, I've Pretty never well. asked you that. Well, when they called and I told her we were fishing to buy this place and it had an extra two houses yeah. with it. And then that's what she said. That's what we'd like to do right on the road. Because they were in Arizona. At the but time. she said, we don't want to put it in our name. Right. We just want to give you the money to get it. Yeah. And then we'll stay there as long as we want to. You remember to. the original, the the selling price of the whole place? Like 29,000. 29, <laughs> Seven acres of land. Seven acres of land and two houses. Two houses. 29 grand. But you got to remember. Paul and Ma and Paul put up 5000 so we could get it. We paid the note, which was how much a month? Well, 100, remember, this is 1976. Now, this is not the business, though. This is the house, yeah, right, right, $168 a month. But you got to remember one, <laughs> and, one And phrase. interest rate was about 20% of but the time. Well, but you zone. think about it. That's when old flood zone. Uh, Carter, Carter. Carter was in there, and it got up to 20%. Oh, it was 20% interest. But on, bottom line, she did all of that, which tells you she's the woman in what's the, the Ecclesiastes? I no, mean, it's a Proverbs, Proverbs 31. Proverbs 31. Proverbs 31. Yeah. That's exactly what she turned out to she be. She really? Was tomorrow. behind this because dad, which is why I compared it to this moment. Because to me, 
it's it was your Abraham and Sarah moment. I mean, it was the it moment was. to go. Her boss said, "How much will it take?" When I came to him, she said, "Go, go to Mister Brazier." And he's Baxter my boss. Baxter Brazier. Yeah, Baxter yeah. Brazier said he, he said he's got it all worked out. Just go see him. So I went up there. I said, "Well, uh, Miss K said that you had, you had backed me on this loan." I said, "You know, you understand." You're liable to lose this money. I said, if there's a potential, you'll lose it. I said, I don't think. And he said, you're going to build duck calls? I said, I'm going to build duck calls, but I I, I, I need an investment to, to get my equipment. I have no money. Yeah. yeah, I have no money. He said, take this piece of paper. He kind of whistled. He put a piece of paper. He said, take this piece of paper to the bank, and when they say, you want how much? I said, 25000 that's I can get into business twenty five thousand dollars. He said, "Go tell the banker that. Take this piece of paper with you, and when they ask for collateral, that's when you hand them the paper. Just walk in, say I want twenty five thousand dollars. When they ask you, Mister Robinson, do you have any collateral? I said. He said the paper is your collateral. That's me. I really? said. I, I said, hadn't heard this. Oh yeah. That's so true. I went in there and I said, told them. I said, where's the where's the head of this outfit? <laughs> Oh, and then the secretary looked around like, "What?" I said, "Where's the he looked worse who's the head honcho man. around here?" That's hard to believe. And that's said, that's Mister. I can't remember his name. Can you remember his name? It'll it was the guy you. at the bank, Regions Bank. Yeah, he's, Campbell. Yeah, yeah. Campbell. George Campbell, Campbell was his George name. Campbell. So George Campbell. He's back there. You and know. We went to his secretary and just stood there and told her we wanted to meet with him, and she happened to go to our church. You didn't that remember positive, that. There's, there's the positive side. Yeah. Had a and sister. we said, well, we, she said, well, y'all can go over there and sit down. And we said, can we just stand here by your desk? I mean, we felt like with us a Christian, maybe that'll help us. And, you know, we. <laughs> it was a little <laughs> dicey because she was a little, you know, hesitant. And I said, I need to see the prayers of the outfit. So yeah, she no, gets us. Yeah, nice here. They thought the chances that they would ever get that oh, money back were like right. slim. That's right. And none. So anyway, I go back there and Campbell's sitting there and we talked it over. He said, How much do you need? I said, 25000 He said, Do you have any collateral? Just like Mr. Brazier had said. And I got the paper and I handed it to him. And his first reaction was, Whatever that girl's name was, the secretary, can you bring us some coffee? I thought, I'm in. <laughs> This is going to happen. Bring coffee. us some coffee. <laughs> You're he, good. he saw Brazier had plenty of money to shuck out the 25000 yeah. He said, this old guy, he ain't going anywhere, but this guy thinks he will. I, I, I went to the Bible and studied how many times it's, it, it talks about God comparing finding us as lost and the reason and Jesus yeah. Yeah, hung out with the riffraff, and there's so much about treasure and where your heart is, there your treasure will be also. Mm-hmm. And it, I just, I thought, you know what? I mean, this may sound coy, but I thought if there's that much in there about the Bible and how it yeah. relates, I'm going to go give this a try. But, you know, like that's an analogy because, you know, God and Jesus are using those stories as an analogy mm-hmm. to what the real treasure is. And so that's yeah. why when we started talking about how to do this, I was like, it's it's got to be, you know, for a better li- lack of a better word, deeper than just finding the treasure in the ground. Right. Like, mm-hmm. let's find out, like, wh- the treasure is there because somebody made it for a certain purpose hundreds years of years ago or whatever. And then let's see, what does the, the people, what were they doing during that time and how were they living? What were their relationships like and what was going on here? And, and then to maybe be able to flesh that out a little bit and try to get those relationships to be honored 
and that time in history to be honored for the good right. without yeah. ignoring the bad, because right. there's some bad history we all know. But how? what's a way that we can do that? And I, I love that. That's why I love the place that we bought, because yeah. it was built in 1847 yeah. by hand. So you're digging in the yard and I'm looking at the, the hand sawn boards and everything that's going on inside the house, because I think those are beautiful. And I want to see like, what was going on here? I would love to know what was going on here. What was the family doing? And so I think that both of those aspects on a show are going to be amazing. How would Phil sound just reading the bulletin? (laughs) And that's where the idea came. I always know Phil's getting excited when he starts making two syllable Words out of one syllable. Furry. It's yeah. furry. Furry. <laughs> okay, hey. y'all, y'all remember this time we were off somewhere doing the interviews with the, the people in the morning, you know, the morning, some kind of show. Yeah, well, you remember want us to that? fill the gaps? And yeah, that was the <laughs> M- M- look, NBC look. That was Today today's show, show yeah. third yeah. hour Hoda <laughs> yes, and Kathy and, Lee. Kathy Lee. And, and then it's only Phil and Sai. And they're interviewing him, and then Phil goes into that whole thing about you. Everybody was there. No, okay, oh, we, we were, were all, all sitting there. there. Okay, it's that, something okay. that I haven't been able to get <laughs> so, out of my memory. And for the well, we, I forgot. She we said, "How has she said how has reality TV changed your life?" And Phil said, oh, "Hey, no, no. if you come down, <laughs> no, 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 no." The question was, so Phil, I hear you have dogs. Because they think that's safe. Dogs, right. That's like uh, a safe a place to go. Because the they're dogs. real. That oh, was yeah, the, that was the, the question. question was, right. Phil, uh, so you guys work with dogs, right? Thinking it's going to be, yeah, we have Labrador Retrievers. They yeah. go retrieve They're trying the to avoid all the controversy. We love dogs. Right. right. This is this is a softball, like on a tee. <laughs> you got the bat. You got some dogs. And that was the question. Let's talk about dogs. To which Phil replied, <laughs> yeah, Kathy Lee, that's the first line of defense. Which everybody looked like, now why would you refer to your dog as the first line of defense? If anyone comes to our property wanting to rape or pillage, I specifically remember the rape or molest, or pillage or molest our women, our people, or our stuff, they will be greeted by the barking and gnashing of the teeth of our dog, of our animals. And then followed by a hail of gunfire like no human being has ever seen. It will rain down from the heavens. And Zai was like amening. Remember? He was like, yeah. And Zai's just getting all like. Amen. Yes. Zai's getting really excited about this hail of this apocalyptic hail of gunfire. And so Kathy Lee then responds, whoa, that got weird. And, uh, she said, "Bible study just did a U-turn with Smith and Wesson." Or so. she, she and then tried Phil to, says, "I mean, Josiah says, yeah, if you want a Bible study or a gunfight, Jack will give you either one." <laughs> yeah, that was, that was his. all on the question of. So I hear you work with dogs. <laughs> but remember when we got back in the car, and then oh Willie would start it up, and then we were in another. Well, we were place. in two vehicles. I remember well. looking back at the publicist who lines all that up, and she was on the floor. She had just lost. <laughs> she had all. Cur- she had curled up in the fetal position. Yeah, she had fallen With on the, the floor. Eye, remember how big uh, Coda and uh, Hoda. Kathy Hoda? Yeah. I heard Hoda. somebody in one of their mic ears say, "We need a commercial break. <laughs> oh, break to anything." <laughs> Cut. 
<laughs> it was but live we, TV. But we did it even when we were on the plane. You know, well, we did, then you know, all the way home, Willie we're was still talking. We're still and we're so, still yeah. talking about it. That was yeah. years ago. And we're not doing any more morning shows either. So we haven't <laughs> been invited. Yeah. For back. some reason, they quit inviting Dad onto the Today Show. Well, there's thing about the audience. I'm not sure of the audience of of Kathy Lee and Hoda at 10 o'clock on a weekday morning, but it's probably not the audience that's wanting to hear hail of gunfire. <laughs> dogs, dogs attacking gunfights and Bible eating studies. people's legs if you're wanting to rape or pillage uh, like we're Vikings. We can't even say that now without every one of us laughing. Right? Well, and, and Dad got the most tickle when Willie was doing it in the car. I mean, we on the plane, We Dad was the most tickled. He right? He's kind of kidding. I mean, we're all jokes aside. He's kind of kidding, but not really. And But people, if you don't know him and you look at him and you hear this, you're thinking, this guy's nuts. <laughs> I hate we're out of time, but we do have our overtime. Uh, so we've got 15 more minutes uh, with the wives. If you want to check it out on blazetv.com slash unashamed. Uh, and remember, you're getting not just 15 more minutes uh, of our wives on the episode, but you're also getting everything Blaze has to offer. So uh, it's a great time to get over there and spend this next year checking out our overtime and everything Blaze is doing. So blazetv.com slash unashamed. Thanks for listening to the Unashamed Podcast. Help us out by rating us on iTunes. And don't miss an episode by subscribing on YouTube. And be sure to click that little bell to get notified about new episodes. And for even more content that you won't get anywhere else, subscribe to Blaze TV at blazetv.com slash unashamed.